Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. There's nothing like being totally engrossed in a good mystery or thriller. Audible has thousands of immersive audiobook titles to spark your imagination and get your heart thumping. Since it's summer, you might want to check out The Vacation Rental. Very well told and very unsettling. You won't want to turn it off. And since this is a parenting podcast, I should also mention that audiobooks are a wonderfully enriching experience for children because they aren't passive entertainment like other kids' media. They engage your child's imagination and can nurture both listening and language skills. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. That's audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 today. You can count on T-Mobile to help keep you connected. After investing billions to light up their network from big cities to small towns, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, when you switch to T-Mobile, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus Verizon and AT&T. Visit your neighborhood store or tmobile.com to switch. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third line free on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today, I'm responding to an email from a mom who's found herself losing it with her three-year-old daughter. It's not the way she wants to react, and she's trying to find a reset. Before I begin, I want to remind everybody that both of my books, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting, are available on audio at audible.com and in paperback at Amazon, and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and apple.com. So here's the email I received from this parent. The subject line is, please help. Janet, I've really lost control of this parenting thing and need a reset. My daughter used to be so happy and helpful. No tantrums ever. After the birth of my son, it all began to change. He is now four months old, and my three-year-old daughter is regularly screaming and crying. She wakes in the middle of the night and has multiple night terrors a week. I feel like I'm not helping her and finding myself yelling and threatening time out when that's not at all how I want to be. What can I do to get myself back on target? What resources are there? Where can I turn? My husband is also a yeller and needs some info to help him understand why that's not actually good for our daughter. Thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to your suggestions. Okay, so the secret to parenting is perception. How we perceive our role and how we perceive our child's behavior and their emotions. This is a very clear situation, actually. This little girl had a life where her needs were taken care of and she was comfortable. Then something changed that made her life feel very rocky and scary and different. This big change that is at the root of so many of the issues that we struggle with, you know, the, the basis for almost all of my consultations and so many of the questions I'm asked and the issues that I deal with with parents in my classes, this big transition 
it's a very, very uncomfortable time. And it sounds like this little girl is processing it beautifully, actually. This is exactly what she's supposed to be doing, exactly where she's supposed to be. And I would love this parent to believe that because that will help so much. The reason we get to the point where we are yelling when our child is upset is that we we feel like there's something really wrong going on here. This is terrible. We're failing. Something bad is happening. And we feel out of control because we can't fix it. We can't make it stop. That kind of perception would send any of us over the edge and does. So the way to reset is to trust that whatever she's expressing is always the perfect thing for her to be expressing at that time, to welcome these feelings, to roll out the red carpet for her to to fall apart and know that you are really okay with it. You know, this takes some, you know, meditation and thought about what we're seeing, what we're seeing when our child is doing these things and how we're perceiving it, therefore what it's touching off in us. Oftentimes what can happen is that we ourselves were not allowed to share these feelings, this rage and this terror and frustration and all the levels of feelings that children go through when they're grieving this loss of the life that they had and having to kind of piece it back together in this new way where now they're sharing their parents and they are not their parents' pride and joy all the time. And it's different. So many of us weren't allowed to express those kinds of feelings, you know, because our parents did normal things like think we were misbehaving or this was wrong and we, you know, needed to stop and maybe scared us or or had different ways of letting us know that this wasn't okay. So then when our child goes to these places, it touches it off in us, touches off those repressed feelings those unexpressed feelings that we have that we never got out of our bodies and whoa now we're feeling it and that's another common reason that we yell and get dysregulated as parents these can be cycles and can run very deep so sometimes a therapist is a great option to help us uncover and acknowledge these experiences and these feelings from our own childhoods so we're more cognizant and aware of what we're reacting to and why. So understanding what's going on here is the first step. Actually, the first step is what this parent has done, which is wonderful, reaching out for help. That's the first step. That means it is going to be fine. It is all going to work out because she cares and she knows there's something going wrong here that she needs help with. So that's the first step. The next step is understanding what's going on. There's always a reason that children have strong feelings. There's always a reason every single time. We can always trust that it's just what they need to do. And of course, we'll all need to remind ourselves because the first thing we're going to feel when our child feels something is, oh my gosh, I've done something wrong here. I'm not a good parent unless my children are happy and quiet and settled and smiling and I'm messing up or, you know, I'm creating a monster in this child or what happened to my beautiful girl and I've taken this horrible wrong turn. We need to remind ourselves, wait, 
trust the feelings, let the feelings be. That's one of my mantras that helps me just let the feelings be. Feelings are healing. Just let them be. They're always right, but we're going to need that reminder. That's one of the reasons that I also say, write this word on your hand that my mentor Magda Gerber taught me, acknowledge, because acknowledge will help you to reset in that moment. If you just acknowledge what's going on, you're falling apart here about you know this minor thing that made her explode. It often is a minor thing that touches off the feelings so that she gets to open up the tea kettle and let the steam pour out this healthy process that children have. They know how to do it when they're this young. And they, they do get the feelings out if we allow them to. So acknowledging just what's going on in that moment, what you see will help you to remember, trust the feelings and to breathe through those feelings that might be coming up in us. But I think what really helps is practicing this in your mind, practicing visualizing the situations that make you yell, where you find yourself yelling, and really seeing them differently, really seeing her differently and what's going on there, and how healthy this is, how therapeutic it is for her to to scream and melt down and, and cry. You know, the fact that she's having night terrors shows that She's got all this stuff she needs to get it out. So the more you can help her during the day, meaning you don't have to do anything. You don't have to try. You don't have to make it happen. You can't make it happen. You just have to remember when it is happening, oh yeah, this is good. That's right. This is really, really good for her. Maybe this will even help her with the night terrors because night terrors, one of the the causes is emotional stress. So we can be grateful that She's sharing it now. She's expressing it and she's expressing it to people that ideally, and this is what we've got to strive for, can be her therapists in this moment, just allowing it, not taking it personally, not worrying about it, knowing it's positive, just allowing it to be, allowing it to be all the way as much as she needs to go, almost want it to go on longer. I know that's the opposite of most of our intuition, but wanting it to clear itself all the way to the end. And then this mother says she finds herself yelling and threatening time out. Yes, so that's part of this parent getting triggered herself into a dysregulated state. And that does create a sense of discomfort in our children. It exacerbates the discomfort. So then they're going to be taking that in from us. And then they're going to have more that they'll need to discharge. So it's not helping us to perceive that way and to get triggered that way. And obviously this parent knows she's not helping her, but that's just another reason why doing this work to shift our perception of this is so important. In terms of the, the research and the information for your husband, there is a lot of research now that shows that it does scare children particularly if we don't repair afterwards and it doesn't set them up well for social intelligence. It makes it more difficult for them to trust and to self-regulate. So there is a lot of research out there if that's the kind of thing that he needs. But, you know, we can all imagine as well that we're pretty small and vulnerable and 
these people that we look to as our pillars of strength to help us contain all these feelings that we have and allow us to be our messy, young, developing selves. And they're yelling, they're freaking out. It's completely suffocating for a child in those moments. They can't function. So you're definitely on the right track. And again, you've already got the first step, which is you're asking for help. You're being conscious of things and you're going to be able to turn this around. Not into being some perfect parent. None of us will ever achieve that. But, you know, baby steps. Maybe one quarter of the time, half the time, and then three quarters of the time, you can be centered in your perspective of her as doing positive things, then she will calm down and she will process these feelings as she needs to. So practice this in your mind and practice being the hero that wants her to share those feelings with you. Also knowing that that's such wonderful bonding when you can cry with someone and yell with someone and fall apart with someone. That's showing yourself, turning your insides out like that and allowing them to see you. And if that's accepted and understood or at least accepted, then you receive the most validating message. Honestly, I've never known a child that didn't go through something like this. So it's positive that she's not stuffing the feelings. She's not afraid to share. She's sharing. So positive. So I hope that helps. Thanks for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.